super excited to welcome back to the studio Cruzy McCalligan in for this week's audio column. Cruz, it's great to see you this week. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, today we um, are going to do something a little bit different. I'm wondering if it. I'm wondering if it's too specific because we're going to be talking specifically. You know, like I usually pick, pick a subject like horses or eggs or phone calls. Phone calls, um, but. This week I'm talking specifically about one painting, about the Mona Lisa. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And, and it's a very intriguing it painting. It is an intriguing painting. Yeah. And it's a very famous painting. Um, I've never seen it other than in on the internet and in Me neither. photographs and But textbooks. it's very vivid in my mind. Yeah. Maybe so because- describe it. So we, I haven't shown you a picture of it today. No. What, what, what is the Mona Lisa? If you think about it, what can you remember of the painting? She's a lady yeah. sitting down with a middle parting. Oh, she's she does have up. a middle parting, yeah. doesn't she? That's a really distinctive yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, now that oh, she's sitting down. Anyway, she's got middle parting. She's got these very um, enigmatic eyes mm-hmm. and that smile. like The Mona Lisa yeah. smile. Yeah. <laughs> but, but is she really smiling? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think she looks very happy. <laughs> But she, her eyes are following you everywhere you that's are. That's true, they do that. When they? you're looking at the painting, and that's what's special about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've not seen the real painting itself. Yeah, we're but. saying when you've got it up on your phone and you're moving <laughs> your phone around, she looks like she's constantly looking at you. Yeah, I hear that. What do you remember of the Mona Lisa? Oh, that's that's kind of the only thing I think about. And, and I have to say, I haven't always, I mean, it sounds really naff to say this, I love art. I find art amazing. That sounds really affected. I, I really mean it. I'm fascinated by it and our world is richer and more important. It's a huge part of who we are as human beings, etc., etc. But I think kind of like the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of the you music. You think it's of, overrated, don't no, you? No, I don't think it's overrated. <laughs> I, just, I just don't... It doesn't compel me in the same way other paintings have compelled me. Yeah. Like I've, I've seen paintings in person before, like famous pieces of artwork, and I've burst into tears because yeah. I was like, it's like meeting a celebrity. I'm oh. like, oh my God, it's an original David Hopper. <laughs> like, so trust me, I've got that weird gene for art appreciation. But for some reason, the Mona Lisa, I, I don't really, I don't really get it. So I, I wanted to get it. I wanted to understand more about the painting. And that's, I think, what maybe encouraged me to look at it a little bit more. Um, Because for centuries, audiences have been captivated by the Mona Lisa. Um, It's... uh, and it is a, a key piece by Italian master Leonardo da Vinci. And I think that's something I had to remind myself as well, is it's an Italian painting and it's kept in the Louvre in Paris. So we get confused. Yes. It's not a French painting. No. It's an Italian painting in a French building. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's quite interesting. And it's a prime example of what they call high Renaissance painting. And the piece is, it's got to be possibly like the most famous work of art in a weird way. You could easily Definitely argue it, right? Them, yeah. um, and it's, one of the world's most recognisable and skillfully rendered works of art as well. And I wanted to know what that meant. I wanted to know, okay, it looks kind of like a photo. She looks pretty realistic, but what does it really mean when we talk about those techniques? So it's been in the Louvre in Paris since 1804. And every year, millions and millions of people come to see the painting. And I've heard from people who have seen it in person, in the flesh, that it's actually not as big as you think. They're like, it's actually not that big. It's oh. not this. I, I always think it's quite a large painting. It's not. It's not that big of a painting. Um, and so they sort of say that you know that it's you know it's she's got this really captivating gaze, this really mysterious smile, and she's really enchanting. Um, and they say that you know it was first painted in the early 16th century, which makes it you know over 500 years old. That's something I think we forget. It's a really old painting, 500 years old. 
I've heard that's not the original. I've heard that oh, that really? it was actually based on another one. I, I don't oh know. Oh my maybe. gosh. Okay. Well, this yeah. is the thing. There's so many of these different um, stories. These and- different stories. But um, as I said, the Mona Lisa is an oil painting. It's by an Ita- by Italian artist, inventor, and writer Leonardo da Vinci, completed in um, 1506 in the 16th century. And the the picture is a seated woman set against an imaginary landscape. So it wasn't a real landscape. She wasn't actually sitting out in a in a kind of gloomy field like it looks like she was. Um, and in addition to being one of the most famous works of art, it is also one of the most valuable. It's permanently located in the Louvre and is estimated to be worth an impressive 800 million dollars. For the painting not that anyone could buy it no i mean you know um so so if we talk about the um we talk about the the detail of uh, the mona lisa one thing that's particularly famous about it is um her soft smile as we said um this kind of ambiguous smile makes the en- iconic painting very enigmatic which is part of its charm which has prompted prompt, has prompted viewers to understand the mood and the intention of the artist in creating it um Another part of another detail is her gaze. So like you just said that, you know, a lot of people believe her eyes follow you across the room, making her an active participant when being viewed rather than just an object you look upon. And while while her eyes may seemingly follow you, according to German researchers, this Mona Lisa effect actually does not occur in the painting. In fact, they claim that the woman always looks about 15 degrees to your right. So more likely at your ear than your eyes, whatever the the case they say that she just kind of you know she gives the sense that she's following you around the room um but of course uh this expression the expression her expression has always made people find her really really fascinating people have wondered who she was okay so apparently um the mona lisa was the wife um of a uh very wealthy um, and presumably adoring husband um, to a man called Francesco del Giocondo, um, who commissioned the work in Florence, Italy um, in 1503. So I think it maybe took three years to complete. And the name Mona Lisa or Mona Lisa, as the Italians prefer to say it, roughly translates to My Lady Lisa. And his wife was called Lisa uh, Gerardini. Gerardini, I can't say that, I can't say anything in Italian, but anyway, so it kind of translates to My Lady Lisa. Um, And apparently, uh, Leonardo da Vinci actually never completed the portrait. When he died in 1519, it was one of the many unfinished works that he left to his assistant. So he was, but I mean, working on that one picture for like three or four years, just that one painting. And I know people do, and it gives the work that much more depth. And I think it's developed my appreciation for it too. so a lot of people have said lots of different things about this. Um, as I said, it's one of the most ancient artworks in the world in that it's over 500 years old. Um, Leonardo da Vinci painted the portrait with the help of 30 layers of different shades and some layers were thin while some layers were thick. It has a specific uh, technique that he used where you don't have very, it doesn't really, you can't see brush strokes in the Mona Lisa painting. It's, it's, it almost, that's why I think it almost looks like a photograph, although the background isn't done in a way that you can see edges or lines either. Um, but due to its, um, it's had a bit of a tumultuous past. So uh, since uh, it entered the Louvre in the late 18th century, it has faced theft and vandalism. In 1911, it was stolen by a Louvre employee called Vincenzo Perugia. Um, and then um, they accused Pablo Picasso of stealing it, which sounds like a kind of a days of our lives type story for how <laughs> the it art got, world. Yeah. Um, and then, 
uh, they said, you know, they, the the Louvre employee was Italian. He believed it rightfully belonged in Italy. Like, what is it doing in this French building? Which is a fair question. Um, but in 1956, both an, both acid and a rock were thrown at the painting in separate attacks. You know, like, I don't know, maybe it has that kind of a visceral reaction to some people. Um, but today it's exhibited behind a layer of bulletproof glass, which I think is fair considering its past. Um they say that, at the, you know, at the time of World War II, the Mona Lisa was dislocated from its place six times to try and keep it out of Nazi hands. So they kept moving it so it wouldn't be stolen because it was that much of a representation of human artistic ability and everything else. And so... Um, they uh, face uh, they use they've tried face recognition software on it um, to try and look at the portrait to see if what that emotion means in her face and they said she's eighty three percent happy nine percent disgusted six percent fearful and two percent angry that's like which sounds kind of like my average week <laughs> you know, like, you know, it kind of makes a lot of sense some people have claimed that the Mona Lisa is a female representation of da Vinci himself. Um, although popular opinion seems to be it is this commissioned portrait of this woman, this this man's wife, Lisa. Um, now, like like I mentioned, some people have said that it's um, it was maybe co um, completed by his assistant. Um, it has moved around a lot and it has kind of inspired um, quite a lot, a lot of lust and longing, um, quite notably with Napoleon, apparently. So apparently Napoleon had quite a hard crush on the Mona Lisa. The French, French emperor once had the Mona Lisa hanging in his bedroom for oh. about four years, beginning in 1800. A crush on the painting. Yeah, a crush on the painting, not on the wife of yes. the man. <laughs> um, I think this was, you know, they'd, they'd been dead for a while then, I think. Yeah. But um, it, it said that his fascination with the painting inspired his affection for a pretty Italian lady named named Teresa Gudagni, who was actually a descendant of the woman who sat for the portrait, Lisa Gherardini. So the, the guy's wife, they obviously had like children, had children, had children, and then that happened. Um, they also, uh, her eyebrows are a matter of debate, which I find fascinating to think about a whole bunch of artistic scholars talking about her eyebrows. Oh, yeah. She doesn't have any eyebrows. Oh, it's very yeah. faint. She doesn't have them. So they oh. say that the, the lack of eyebrows is representative of high-class fashion of the time. Um, and others insist that the fact that they're not there shows that she's an unfinished masterpiece. Like, that would have been the last thing that would have been painted was her eyebrows. I'm not sure about that. You know, when you do your makeup, is that the last thing you do? That's I don't know. I don't do my eyebrows. I'm a ginger. So <laughs> I don't even really have them. Um, but um, apparently in 2007, they did these ultra-detailed digital scans of the painting and revealed that um, revealed that da Vinci had once painted on eyebrows and bolder eyelashes but both had just uh, faded over time or maybe during restoration work had kind of been painted over so people thought oh so there's been like a lot of debate about the eyebrows okay so that's all I'm saying it's been a lot of a lot of debate about the um the eyebrows uh so they also say um Napoleon isn't the only one who fell in love with the Mona Lisa. Apparently in 1852, an artist named Luc Maspero supposedly threw himself from the fourth floor of a Parisian hotel, leaving a suicide note that read, For years I have grappled desperately with her smile. I prefer to die. <laughs> in 1910, one enamored fan came and, um, came and looked at her as his final thing to look at. Like, so people are really, like, she really takes people in. She's yeah. quite a intense intense thing to to look at anyway apparently she's also inspired a fashion trend 
um, a lot of the people in the um, uh, at the time, after looking at her, would dust yellow powder on their faces and necks to try and emulate her golden complexion and would immobilize their facial muscles to mimic her smile, kind of self-enforced sort of a Botox effect for their faces because they thought that that was so beautiful and so desirable. I have quite a few quotes about the Mona Lisa that we can finish on today as well. Um, because she seems to have um, influenced a lot of people, um, including um, Walter Isaacson said, the Mona Lisa to me is the greatest emotional painting ever done. The way the smile flickers makes it work of... Um, makes it a work of both art and science because Leonardo understood optics and the muscles of the lips and how light strikes the eye. All of it goes into making the Mona Lisa smile so mysterious and elusive. Um, Will Rogers said, Mona Lisa is the only beauty who went through history and retained her reputation, <laughs> which I think is quite true too. Leonardo da Vinci said of his own works, he said, art is never finished, only abandoned, which made me think about a lot of different things. Bob Dylan said, Mona Lisa must have had the highway blues, you can tell by the way she smiles. And for anyone who thinks, you know, you can recreate these things, um, Louis Armstrong said, a lot of co cats copy the Mona Lisa, but people still line up to see the original, which I think is quite a powerful statement of you know, creating something unique and powerful in the world and that it will endure as it has. The Mona Lisa has endured for over half a century. Yeah. yeah. I've kind of appreciated it more after doing some research. And I've it. appreciated it more after this chatter with you, Cruz. So thank you very much indeed for your sharing and your research on the Mona Lisa. Until next week, thank you very much. See ya.